Hello, listeners. I'm back. This is your host, Dr. Vanetta Chisholm-Moore. Thank you so much for tuning in to CFO Nation's broadcast. Um, I know it's been a little while, but I want to come to you with some content, not daily rambles, um, as it would be for some. I want to make sense when I'm talking uh, to you all and be spiritually relevant, not relevant to too much that's going on in the world. And sometimes my mom, you know, she tells me what's going on in the news. And if I tell her I haven't heard it, sometimes she's like, girl, you better watch the news. But sometimes I don't want to fill my spirit up with so much despair or so much negativity that's going on because I have to remain focused on God, his power, his positivity, and, you know, just in case, you know, somebody needs a little oil, you know, somebody needs some pouring into, I have something, you know, in spite of what may be going on with them, so I can't, and you shouldn't either, you you shouldn't allow a lot of negativity or uh, information that is depressing to come to you. You know, you shouldn't be um, loading on too much, especially for those who are easily to take on somebody else's burdens as their own. And sometimes we do it unknowingly. Sometimes somebody will tell us something that's going on with them or with somebody else and we find ourselves not being able to sleep or feeling this burden of depression, this weight and many times you do get that for a purpose in order to pray for that person or you know unload for them or go to God for them you know not saying that you're Jesus or anything but the Bible says we do bear one another's burdens and we do that in many ways and in prayer is one of them and I just you know I just don't watch a lot of news because many times you'll find it's the same thing you already know what it's going to be about you know occasionally I might tap in you know once a week to the news but not every day with that being said let's talk about biblical prophecy let's talk about it's funny how some people don't want to hear anything about the bible but when something major happens we had an earthquake Sunday everybody wants to know about new world order which isn't biblical the Bible says nothing about new world order it, it, it does say about Christ coming back it does talk about that but those are the things that stirs a lot of people up. And the funny thing about it, we live how we want to live. And then when something major happens or we 
when uh, New York was bombed, everybody was like, okay, this is the beginning of the end. Everybody wants to know the beginning of the end. And, and my question is, why? I mean, do you want to know the beginning of the end so you can continue to do hellish things up until the point you know or you think you know it's the end and then straighten up? I mean, that's not how it works. You have to live your life believing on the Lord Jesus Christ in good times and in bad times. For example, I wouldn't want someone around me only when I had money. And then when things got bad, they ran away. And in a sense, vice versa, if we live our lives like children of the devil with no conscious no consciousness of what God expects no holiness on our minds I mean you can live life and, and, and ha- enjoy the things that God put around us don't get me wrong No, you know, nobody's a stick in the mud about enjoying life he put things on this earth for you to enjoy as a human being and your human experience but I'm talking about how we treat other people I'm talking about lying, stealing, adultery, all types of things under sin. And we do it and plan, make plans daily, weekly to do it. And then when something happens, we're on the phone. You know, we on, we on our knees. Oh God, is this the end? Am I at risk of going to hell? We should have been thinking about that daily. But the thing is, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. L-I-F-E. Meaning, he is the way out of this, in the, the afterlife to come. He's the way out. He is the truth, in case you're confused about anything. He is the life, in case you need to change your lifestyle. Oh, he'll give you a lifestyle change. He'll give you a lifestyle change. That's not even exempt for those who are in a lifestyle and want to change. I'm not talking about the ones who don't care about changing. Don't get me wrong. But I'm talking about if we are going to be with the Lord and say we want to be with him in the afterlife and say we want to be in paradise. In this afterlife, he is the way. He said he is the door. The Bible tells us if there will be earthquakes in diverse places, wars and rumors of wars, children against their parents, people being uh, married and given into marriage, men being lovers of themselves, we already see that, but we see that, but then we want, we don't believe, we don't believe in God. We don't believe in the word, but the word, the word is prophetic to tell of things to come. What other book do you know that is, that the universe responds to, that the world responds to? I, me personally, I don't know any other book any other holy 
writings inspired by the Holy Spirit. You can be inspired by the devil or you can be inspired by God's spirit. The Bible is written by someone who had a pen that was inspired by God's spirit. God is holy. He sees everything. He knows everything. He is everywhere. So when these things start showing up in the natural, why is it the Bible, the only book that we can refer it to when it comes to things like this? Floods, violent storms. And in the Bible, the Lord says, if you obey me, I will bless you that your land would yield fruit in due season. Your land will be plentiful. But if you disobey me, I will make your sky like bronze and the land like iron. It will yield no fruit. God said he got control of the weather. He responds by our obedience and disobedience. We can tell it in the weather. Violent storms, floods. We need to check our obedience to God. I'll be right back. about this segment of ride or die and I'm just going to wrap this up with the thought you know the Lord said he's going to come back like a thief in the night but within a twinkling of an eye we all shall be changed the dead in Christ shall rise first those who are remaining shall meet him in the air. And in order for you to either have to be either to be one that rises first or meet him in the air, you have to already you have to already be in the life that Jesus Christ died for you for. There will be no time to make a last minute decision. That you are going to stop doing foolishness or living an unrepentant lifestyle. There'll be no time to do it. And with what I just said, there won't even be time. I mean, if you're on your even if you're on your deathbed, you need to already be in Christ and He in you for this to work. If He comes back. And you are on your deathbed. Who's to say that you'll have time to repent and accept him as your Lord and Savior? Uh, Within a twinkling of an eye, can you do that? Without you knowing when he's going to come back? 
He gives us these signs with with what's going on in the world, the, the strange weather, the disasters. He's giving you these signs saying, look, I'm coming back soon. I don't know when, but I hope you're ready. And I need you to be telling others to accept me as their Lord and Savior. Because soon enough, this will be all over. We have to do our part with with diligence. We have to do our part with all seriousness. Because a lot of people will not take anything serious if you don't. That's no different than a salesman coming to your door with a product. And if he's talking to you about the product he's trying to sell to you, and he's not enthused about it, he doesn't believe in it, then you're not going to be enthused about accepting it. So people are watching how you live and what you think and what you believe. Do you take your Lord and Savior serious? So within a twinkling of a lie, I would suggest while you still, like they say in the old church, while the blood is still running warm in your veins, I don't care where you are right now. You don't need a preacher to do this for you. Wherever you are right now. You go to the living room. You can sit in the car. You go in the room in in your closet. And you tell Jesus. He's all seeing, all knowing. He's everywhere. And you tell the spirit of God that you want to accept his son as your personal Lord and Savior, that you repent of your sin. First, you got to realize, yeah, you are a sinner. We have to realize that we were wrong. We are wrong. We are sinners. By nature, we're sinners. And there's nothing that's going to eradicate sin but Jesus Christ. And we have to stop being prideful and walk around here like there's nothing wrong with us or we never did anything wrong. The Bible said, if a man say he had never sinned, then he's a liar. So you, that's sin already because you just lied. So the best thing to do is do that. Admit that you are a sinner. Admit that, yeah, you did some things wrong. Lord, I want a new start. I want a new life. Ask Jesus. I want to accept you in my heart. I want, I want the spirit. And once you do that, whatever you did in the past is just what it is. You have a new slate in in life. And the spirit of God will come to you. Jesus will come into your heart. And then you need the Holy Spirit that will do the changing. He comes in. His spirit comes in to show you, okay, and direct you and teach you and to guide you on how to live this this Christian life. We we, we don't call ourselves Christians. Uh, The Others gave gave us that name as Christians. We are believers of Christ. But let the Holy Spirit guide you and walk with the Lord daily. It's just that simple. You don't have to pay any money to get saved. Salvation is free. But somebody paid for it. Jesus did. You don't have to pay for salvation. You don't have to pay for change. You don't have to remain the person that you are regardless of what anybody says. Regardless of what any kind of genetic code or whatever they whatever they say, chromosome, whatever. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And, and get on board with this. For real. 
ride, you gonna ride, ride or die. But I wanna, I wanna ride and live in forever, live eternal life in paradise, in heaven. I want to experience that. Well, I mean, you have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. I would rather wake up on the other side realizing, okay, I took my chances and realized, okay, this was the right thing to do, than wake up in hell and realize that I should have accepted Jesus Christ. That that the things that everybody else was doing was not the right way and then realize it too late. But God has given us this time to talk to our families, our friends, and even strangers. Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ because he is coming back? Friend, I wouldn't want you to be left behind. Friend, I wouldn't I would I would love to see you in paradise. I would love to see you in the afterlife. Because there is an end. If there's up, there's a down. There's a left, there's a right. So if there's a heaven, there's definitely a hell. Why is it that we don't believe in that dynamic? But we believe left, right, up, down, black, white. We believe in those extremes and dynamics. But we don't believe heaven, hell dynamic. And we are intelligent. We are, we are intelligent. He made us intelligent with brains. The difference, fire, if we got ice, if we, if we got fire, fire and ice. We see those dynamics, hot and cold. We understand that. But we want to be prideful in life and don't want to accept the eternal life dynamic. So people, I encourage you Tell some, talk to somebody about Jesus. If, if they get mad, that's fine. The Bible says, shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. Some plant the seeds, some water, and but God give the increase to the kingdom. Don't worry about somebody getting mad at you. You did your part, but your reward is coming for you doing your job. All right. I'll be right back. All right, y'all know what time it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Y'all might as well get with it. Praises of you say yeah. 
some. Hello, listeners. To get the best listening experience, listen through the Anchor FM app. That's right, Anchor FM. That's anchor.fm. And go and look for your favorite broadcast podcaster and listen in. That way you can listen to all the interludes and the music that's put in between. So if you're missing something in your listening experience, go to the Anchor FM app. You'll be glad you did. We get ready to have some church in here right now. Here we go. Come on, Renee. 